Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Click Millionaire Success Show with your host, Scott Fox. It's time for another educational and entertaining episode that can help you work less and live more with your own internet lifestyle business. time for the Click Millionaires Success Show. It's time to talk about what's next in your life. It's time to talk about what you can do to improve your life, how to find your own internet business, how to build it up, how to make something out of the things that you may take for granted. All that stuff between your ears that you take for granted may be of value to other people. And you know what? The internet is here to help you. The internet is the largest distribution platform in history. And it's largely free to use. So it's up to you. There's an opportunity here. There's a revolution going on that could help you figure out how to take the information between your ears, package it up, and spread it all over the Internet and make some money from it. Now, this doesn't have to be a full-time thing. I'm not saying you should uh, get rich or you could get rich quick. I'm not saying you should mortgage your house and quit your job and chase some fantasy. I'm talking about practical small steps that you can take to monetize the ideas and experience and talents and expertise that you have or that you'd like to develop. That's what all my books are about. I'm Scott Fox. I'm the host of this uh, coaching session, and I'm also the host of the Click Millionaires Masterminds Forum, which you can check out at mastermindsforum.net anytime for a free trial. And I'm the author of several big books like these behind me, and this one especially is still a bestseller after a couple of years, Quick Millionaires, Work Less, Live More with an Internet Business You Love. So this is about lifestyle businesses and about how to take the Internet and put it to use. I know you're a good consumer, right? You know how to shop online, I'm sure. I know you know how to play games online. If you're here watching this, you're probably a fairly forward, ahead-of-the-curve sort of person. So what I'm suggesting is that you take advantage of that and make some money from it. Instead of looking at the Internet as a big (laughs) cash suck, it could be a cash contributor to your lifestyle. That's what my books are about, and I'm here today to talk about that. And if you'd like to join me, I'm happy to have you. Uh, Mastermindsforum.net is our private coaching forum, of course. And today we've got questions from a bunch of my readers and even a live website critique as well. So if you're watching this live, come on in and uh, type some questions into the chat room. If you're catching this later on iTunes as a podcast or Blog Talk Radio or over on YouTube on my YouTube channel, um, questions are still well later. But today we're going to take the ones from my readers that came in in advance. Hopefully this will be helpful to you as well. That's my mission. When I started this because I see a lot of money being made, a lot of uh, arrogance, frankly, from those who've made the money, and not as much helping out as those folks should be doing. Um, there's a hole, right? We all see this, and there's increasingly a divide between the haves and the have-nots, and uh, I think that uh, whether you have a lot of money or not, you're still of value, and you still have something to offer the world, and we're going to talk about some ways to do that, okay? So we're going to get real tactical today. If you like the big picture idea that I presented there, please read my books or come join my forum. I've got 100-some videos on YouTube. Uh, years worth of podcasts, you can check all that out. 
and uh, just Google Scott Fox and scroll around the Internet, and uh, you can check on iTunes or YouTube or wherever, and there's plenty of other material for you if you're looking to get inspired. Today's a more tactical session, so we're going to take some specific questions and get into them and see if we can help the folks that have been reading my books and also hopefully help you too. All right, so let's jump into it. So first up, we've got Deb. Deb had written in about pricing, and this is a common problem for entrepreneurs. You've got a good idea. You basically, well, you made something up, and now you're going to try to sell it. How much should you charge for it? And how do you even structure the pricing? Right? There's lots of ways to do this. This isn't, isn't just like buying a loaf of bread necessarily. Um, there's lots of ways to post and promote and distribute and uh, redistribute and syndicate and affiliate and partner online. So Deb has a question about pricing. So let's see, let's hear from Deb here. Here we go. Let's see. Um, Deb says, I have a new service that helps businesses find information they need. It's a recurring need. And the startup costs are fortunately minimal for me, so this is a low risk. So I'd love your reaction to three possible pricing scenarios below that I'm considering, or other suggestions you have, of course. Okay, so now I'm, let me step back here a second. So Deb has an idea, and she's not, I'm, I'm going to skip over some of the real specifics because this is her idea, and um, we're going to talk about how she can structure pricing to make the most money from this idea. So she has three suggestions. First, she could publish a valuable list with full free access online for everybody and ask for donations. Uh, perhaps combine this with a .org domain name and donating 10% of profits back to a highly relevant and rotating charity that's featured on the homepage. Okay, that's one. So uh, ask for donations and give a percentage of charity. Two, require a subscription right off the bat, but price it so low that it's chump change. Who wouldn't take a flyer on $5? It might save them hundreds in fees for the information. Okay, that's number two. So a uh, low uh, subscription price that's really cheap. C, make access to the website free uh, only until a significant number of backlinks in place and word of mouth is taken off, then charge $15 a year to quote-unquote defray operating costs. Okay, so the idea there is just run it until it gets popular and then start charging for it. Okay, so those are all valid uh, approaches. I've seen all of those on the Internet. What do we think, Click Millionaires? What do we think? How should uh, Deb do this? Um, okay. Well, I would say, here's, I'm, I'm Scott Fox. This is my coaching session, so I'm going to step out here and take a shot at this. I think I have a lot of experience. I know I have a lot of experience with all of these. So here's what I would say, Deb. And if you're listening to this, I'd encourage you to come over to our Mastermind Forum and join us, and you could throw in your two cents uh, to Deb's discussion, and I'm sure she'd be appreciative of your suggestions as well. So what do I think? So A, B, and C. A is ask for donations. Okay, so asking for donations I don't think that's going to work, Deb. Uh, it's a wonderful theory. I love the idea that people will donate and pay for stuff. I like even more personally the idea that you donate uh, perhaps 10% to charity and that you even rotate the charity so that people will find it appealing and interesting. I love those ideas. I just don't think they'll work. <laughs> I've tried a bunch of that myself. In my experience, people are shockingly uninterested in being charitable. Uh, I give all the profits from my books to charity. Um, I do a lot of other things in the community that I don't ever talk about uh, in public uh, and around the world. Um, I, it's a big priority for me, as I think it should be for everybody. But I don't think you're going to find the income that you need, Deb, uh, even if this is just a short-term profit sort of thing for you. 
I don't think that's going to work by just asking for donations. And if you try to put in a charity and then you even rotate the charity, that's just going to gum up your message and make it confusing to people because you're going to spend your time talking about the charity rather than the value that you're providing. And that's where I'd like to focus this discussion is the value you're providing, Deb, because I think you're missing something. And I have a suggestion D for you to supplement your ideas. Okay, so according to me, option one of charity donations is out. Require subscription, but so low it's chump change. Who wouldn't take a flyer on five bucks that might save them hundreds in fees? I love the subscription idea. Yes, I think that is, I think you are on the right track there for sure because this is a recurring need, all right? As you posted originally, this is a recurring need from them, and I think subscription is the way to go. But a $5 thing that's so low it's chump change, I wouldn't build your business model on people taking a flyer. People make purchasing decisions, and if you're offering value, you should charge for value. Now, that's not to say you can't do merchandising strategies like maybe uh, the free first month or, or $5 or you know, some low price, but then I think it should go up. It should not be chump change. Uh, if this is a real need, then you can charge real money. I don't think it's probably $5,000 a month, but I think it's probably more than five. Maybe it's 15 a month or 50 a month. I don't know, somewhere in there, uh, because this is a valid business need, and we'll talk about that more in a second. But I think that the chump change thing is good as an introductory merchandising strategy, but not as your long-term business model. Of course, this and everything else I think could be proven wrong by you actually testing it. <laughs> so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But this is my, my theory, okay, so far. All right. So next, then your third one is to make this site uh, actually free and for a while until it gets big enough and then start charging. Well, that I would put more in the category of merchandising, um, which is mean, by which I mean like the last thing, um, not a bad idea. If that's what it takes to get things going to build a critical mass, sure, maybe worth a, worth a try. Um, if the $15 a year is all you can charge, though, that's not very much money. Uh, your previous example, you get $5 a month as chump change, and now you're talking $15 a year. That's even more chumpy-ish. <laughs> that's a word, right? So, again, if there's value here, I think you should charge more. And I don't think you need to hide behind defraying operating costs. If this is legit, this is a business need, serve these people and charge them accordingly. Um, but if you want to make it free for a while or have a low price, intro price, those are I call, put that in a different bucket as merchandising strategies, not as your actual pricing, if you're following me. One's marketing and the other's actually business model. So one can serve the other. Um, but I, they seem to me to be two different things based primarily on the fact that hopefully the merchandising stuff is temporary. It's a marketing tool, and then gradually you build up to your full pricing and full strength service providing, and that makes a real business for you. Okay, so... The point that you're missing here, I think, is a big one, is that you're, you seem to be very hesitant about asking for money. And this is, seems to me like you're thinking about this as a B2C play, meaning a business-to-consumer play. You don't, you're very scared of overcharging. And that's a legitimate concern if you have a lot of competition um, or if this is discretionary spending. But from what I gather, you're targeting a business niche. It's a recurring need from real businesses. If they're real businesses, that means they have a budget for this, in which case you can charge them for real. I would charge real money. Again, I don't know if that's $10 a month or $100 a month or you know, $50 a year. I don't know what the number is. You know better than I, but this is B2B, not B2C. And if it's B2B and it's recurring, I think you're looking at a best case as a subscription that's recurring, that's a fairly significant number, um, I don't know what's significant to you or to these people, but maybe $25 a month or something or a couple hundred dollars a year. Um, and I would also look at 
using merchandising strategies like we spoke about a minute ago, whether it's a free um, get started, first free month sort of thing, or, uh, or a discounted one, or I really like the freemium model, which is where, and I talk about this in the Click Millionaire's book, I would think about offering the stuff a certain level for free and then getting them paid to upgrade once they see the value. So depending on how your information is organized, you might, uh, as examples, you might only offer them a certain number of searches before then they pay. Or they can see everything, but it doesn't have the actual link or contact info to pursue the information. Or maybe it has um, uh, something else is held back, like the geographical location of these services um, or something like that. So you're basically giving them a taste so that they go, oh, this, this is what I need. This is valuable. I would be willing to pay for this. Oh, but darn it, I, I guess I have to pay for it. How much? Oh, well, okay, that's in the budget. I will pay for it. And, of course, you still have to make your case that this will save them money in other ways and has benefits and so forth and so forth. But that combination of merchandising approaches uh, with a tiered free and premium and premium levels uh, on a subscription basis, I think that's what I would look at, Deb, uh, rather than the charity thing or a chump change approach or a free-for-everybody sort of approach. Um, uh, there's mixing and matching of all of these, and we'll discuss it more in the forum, but um, that's where I would head, and I think that's helpful. I hope that's helpful to you because uh, the B2C thing seems to be holding you back, and I think you're, this is much more B2B, and you can make more money this way if you're a little more confident about it. So I think that's a, it sounds like a good plan to me, Deb, and, uh, of course, I know a lot of the secret details that I can't talk about here on the air because she's uh, posted this in our Masterminds forum. But um, it sounds like a good plan, and I hope that that will work for you. And the best alternative, of course, is to try a few of these things and see which works the best for you. Now, you don't want to divert your focus too much so that you don't do any of them well, but it is worth testing a little bit because um, until you've actually done this, nobody really knows the answer. <laughs> All right, so that's our first question. If you're just tuning in, I'm Scott Fox, and this is the uh, Click Millionaires uh, free video office hours coaching session. I'm Scott Fox, and I'm the host of the Click Millionaires Masterminds Forum. I'm the author of several books about um, online entrepreneurship. I've made lots of money online myself. I give the profits from my books to charity. been doing this a long time, and I'm here today to give back a little to you and see if I can help you. If this sort of thing is useful to you, then check out mastermindsforum.net and my forum. Um, I'm there all the time. I moderate it personally. This isn't one where we've got thousands of members and you never see me. I do it personally, and it's only $39 a month which is a lot less than I charge for one-on-one -on -one coaching, believe me. Okay, next up, we have a question about accepting credit cards. And then to give you a preview, just so you know whether you want to stay tuned in or not, I'm not going to try to hold you to the end for some secret exclusive platinum bonus upgrade package or anything, any of that nonsense. Next, we're going to talk about credit, taking credit cards online. We're going to look at one of the members' websites and do a quick critique live here. And we're going to talk about forums and how to recruit people into online communities. And I've got a cool quote from Maya Angelou to wrap up the show as well. So the next question is, this is a baby beginner question here. I'm new to Internet business. I'm about to set up web hosting. It's considerably more expensive with SSL than without. If I'm using PayPal or Amazon payments to accept credit cards, do I still need SSL? So SSL stands for Secure Socket Layer. And that means that you add an S, basically, on the address of any uh, URL you see. Like if you look up, if you're watching this online and you look at the address bar up above, you'll see HTTP colon slash slash. But if you see HTTP S 
colon slash slash. That means it's a secure connection encrypted through a secure socket layer, which basically means it's locking tighter and encrypting the traffic so it's much safer. And this is definitely a standard for credit card transactions, for sites that take credit cards on the Internet, basically. So do you need to do this if you're using PayPal or Amazon Payment? Well, I'm not 100% on this because I've never used Amazon Payments, I'll be clear, but I have used PayPal for years, probably more than a decade, and I don't have any SSL certificate, so I think you can skip it. Um, the hosting companies love to upsell newbies, especially on things that they don't really need, like this or like um, private uh, registrations and you know add this. You know they just want you to add more stuff to the cart when they check when you're checking out, right? Hosting and web page builders and hosting and uh, SSL certificates, blah blah blah, all this stuff. You know you need five other domains. You need all the variations of this, right? They want to take that. $10 a year purchase and turned into a $100 a year purchase, and, and why wouldn't they, right? I don't blame them for that, but I don't think you need SSL. Um, when you use a, a, an embed like PayPal, you're either linking over to PayPal or you're putting a button, a form, embedded in your web page, and then the person clicks on that and they go to PayPal. And the PayPal site certainly is encrypted. It is an SSL protected site. And I would guess that this is true of Amazon Payments as well. That's the standard, basically. Now, here's the wrinkle. Um, so I don't, the short answer is no, I don't think you need it, although you should check for yourself. The wrinkle is that if you try to customize a PayPal cart by perhaps putting your logo in the cart, which is nice, or customizing the cart itself so that it matches the colors and so forth, you know, if your website is purple and the person leaves your website to go to PayPal and you want the, the transaction to look like they're kind of still on the same site, so you make the background purple and put your logo above and so forth, that can be a problem if you don't have SSL because your logo is probably you're probably going to host your logo back on your own website, right? But if your site isn't secure, you're inserting an unsecure element into the secure environment. So it pulls up a the purple page with all the details on the PayPal site, which are secure, but then this one thing, the image, the JPEG or ping of your of your logo is unsecure. So what happens? Well, the user gets a scary-looking error. Warning, there's an unsecure element to this page. Your transaction may be compromised. Run away, basically. And that will certainly hurt your transactions, right, because people are going to be scared to pay for it, right, because they think they're, they're compromised, even though they're not really. But I guess if you were a super hacker, maybe somebody could figure out how to compromise based on that. Um, but that's the problem. So if you're going to try to customize your cart, you're probably going to need the secure server so that you can put your images there. Um, some shopping carts, and maybe PayPal even does, I haven't looked lately, uh, allow you to upload an image so that it does uh, come from their secure server and it's served in a secure environment. You won't get that, but at least traditionally that was a problem. And I know this from personal experience because I tried it, right? I tried, oh, I'll gussy up my shopping cart and it'll look cool I'm like, like my site. That should increase my conversion. My conversion has dropped. I went through the checkout again myself and I just got this warning. Oh, that's it. So I need, you need an SSL certificate in that particular use case. But that being said, personally at least, I did not spring for the SSL certificate. I just skipped the logo, right? And as I said, many shopping carts have an ability to add your logo from their own side on the secure side, from their secure server instead. All right, so I hope that's helpful to you. That takes care of the second question there. We're rolling right along here and making some progress. Let's keep going. Let's see. Well, let's take a look at a live website. Does that sound interesting to you guys? We'll take a look at a live site, and then we'll talk about some forums. And if anybody's watching live and wants to check in, you're welcome to in the chat room. 
And I want to, we're going to go over here. I'm going to share my screen with you, and I apologize to those of you who are listening to the audio-only version because we're going to talk about something you can't see. But if you'd like to go over to clearlyguitar.com, that's the website I'm talking about, clearlyguitar.com. And at clearlyguitar.com, we're going to look at a website from uh, Cook Millionaire's member, Michael. And let's see, hold on a second. Always a little trickier than it should be. Let's try that. Yes, this one. Okay. So clearlyguitar.com. So our, my friend Michael wrote in and said, Hi, Click Millionaires. I need some constructive criticism of a page on my website, please. I just finished revamping my lessons page on my Guitar Lessons WordPress website and blog. I'm wondering if the copy and pitch is okay. So any constructive criticism you all may have would be good. My goal is twofold. I want to promote my guitar lessons locally, and I want to break into the Skype lessons, which has the potential of being a much bigger market but maybe a harder nut to crack. My target market in the past has mostly been baby boomers and older folks for my local students rather than young people who tend to just go to YouTube. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Okay, Michael, so let's take a look. Here we go. Here is clearlyguitar.com. And uh, we're looking at this to help our friend Michael. And first of all, we're struck with a very mustard-colored page. So um, last time I saw this, Michael, it was more gray, and now it's kind of an odd mustard color. Um, this, is a, this is a paste thing, but at least for me, that's a little much. <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you love that color, that's cool. It's your, it's your show, obviously, but um, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty yellow yellow, almost a greeny yellow or brown yellow. Uh, I'm not sure it's real flattering. Uh, and this, your logo here, I think your logo is pretty cool, um, but it's pretty small and very dark. Can you brighten that up? It looks, why not white instead of this kind of gray look? And the guitar is very small. Uh, I would think about making that a little larger. Anyway, so you want uh, suggestions. Let's just scroll down so the people in the audience can see. This is clearlyguitar.com. And we're rolling down the uh, page here. You can see it ends with a form and some categories and so forth. Okay, so what do we think? Well, lessons, why take guitar lessons? Well, first of all, above the page, I'd love to see a picture of you or a picture of a guitar player or something that makes this look uh, a little more exciting. Um, honestly, your, your header up here, I think, could use some more pizzazz. Uh, CheapLogoInfo.com is the uh, affiliate link for my favorite web designers. They've done all my web banners. I would send this to them and say, what can you do for me that would make they, my header look cool? And I think they charge... $29 for that. It's really cheap. CheapLogoInfo.com. Um, because you've got a good basis here that they could work from, but it would be fun to fill all this with something more exciting. And ideally, I think it should be a picture of you uh, jamming out on your on your guitar. Like, there you are. There's a picture. Uh, and I know you have a few others on the other pages of this site. Um, but we're really talking about this one today, the lesson. So why take guitar lessons? Um, Yes, so this makes sense. Uh, I think that's okay. What's not mentioned here at all is that you want to do Skype lessons. So if that's your twofold, as you said in your intro, your goal is twofold, um, then I think you need to talk about um, the Skype lessons. I would turn this around. I would start with the benefit to the user, impress your friends, cross off learning guitar from your bucket list, and enjoy the benefits of learning a musical instrument. It's good for the brain. Okay, those are good. And then the next two sentences... Take advantage of mobile guitar lessons there in your town in Canada. And then a third one, which would fit right here, would be, hey, you can do this by Skype. Even if you don't live near me, I'll come to you live uh, anytime in your living room, and we'll do this together online. And uh, I think all three of those should be right there, wham, bam, bam. The intro, 
uh, with the statement of benefits and then the two options that you're trying to promote right there. And how I make time to practice doesn't seem to me to be the uh, most important question. Uh, to me, I would think, well, pricing, okay, so maybe move this up above the um, taking, uh, finding time to practice. Um, I think you might want to, um, excuse me a second. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, the, uh, I think you would want to more talk about your method first, right? How can you help me? How long will it take me to learn something? What are the real questions that a beginner asks? Making time to practice is definitely a question, but my guess is that's like a sixth or eighth question, right? I would make it a little more elemental. Um, how long until I can learn to play Stairway to Heaven? Or, you know, or what are your specialties? Or um, how can I fit this into my schedule? Maybe that's maybe just a rephrasing of what you're trying to say, because that's what a lot of people would have concern about, I suppose, is fitting it into their schedule otherwise. Uh, and then your pricing is good. Um, I would try to mix up the fonts a little because this is all the same font and it ends up being kind of hard to read. Could you put these in bullet points or something? Um, and then, and now down here you've got your Skype and this is kind of a little affiliate program you're running here. I think that's a cool idea. I think it's kind of distracting though. I would focus this page just on getting the lesson. Nobody's going to do a referral until they've had a class or two with you. So I'm thinking this is probably a secondary pitch, maybe on a separate page or maybe as a follow-up email, like an autoresponder or something like that. And making yourself available I think is great. Oh, you've got a money back here. Okay. Well, um, I would go to easygraphicsmaker.com, which you get free access to as a Masterminds member, and go to easygraphicsmaker.com. And um, there's a great little tool there that you can use for free to create a great-looking guarantee badge uh, that you can stick on here. Make sure that people know there's a money-back guarantee. That's a big deal. And then uh, you've got a long, uh, long form here. Right. So I think the form's a little much. Um, I, it works. It's certainly nice for you to know all that stuff, but if somebody's interested, I think you want to cook them a little quicker. So, yeah, what kind of lesson do they want? Or maybe even can you, in Google Forms, can you stack, instead of stacking these vertically like this, can you put them side by side so the form doesn't look so long? Like you could put this in two or three columns across maybe. That would probably help this not look so long. Um, and this is all good stuff for conversation, but I, I would think that that might be more for your follow-up conversation than having them do this because it's just going to slow down your conversion. Um, you probably don't need a last name or maybe even a first name uh, and this other stuff, phone, address, optional. I mean, you say, it says they're optional, but it just makes the form look long. So I, long. So I would trim all that down if I were you. And um, obviously you're going to work a little bit on filling up the sidebar or else get rid of the sidebar if you don't have something more interesting to stay over here. I think some good graphics and a nice picture or two of you or maybe you with a student um, would be a big plus for you. And uh, I hope that's helpful. Michael, and thanks for the question. As a Quick Millionaires Masterminds member, we'll be talking more about this in the forum soon, and that will add to the uh, quick response I gave you in the forum the other day. And I hope it helps you get your guitar lesson site up to the next level. All right. So rolling along here, we're getting near the end already. I've got uh, one more good question here and then a quotation that I want to share with you to uh, end the session on a high note. And if you're enjoying this, I hope you'll give me a thumbs up. And if you're listening later on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, YouTube, or anywhere else, please leave a review or click five stars or whatever you can do. That little feedback does help and helps support what I'm doing here, which is really 
trying to help you guys, <laughs> okay? So let's talk, uh, as our last question here, let's talk about this question from Jeremy. Jeremy asked, how do you get your audience involved in your forum that has just launched? So this is a question about online communities, membership sites, forums, things like that. Jeremy says, I need some advice on how to attract people to my forum. I've just launched one recently and have little participation on it so far. How does one attract and get people to start conversing? Well, that is a good question, Jeremy, and it's a tough one. This is a very chicken and the egg sort of uh, issue. You build a forum and it's all ready, but there's nobody there. It's really like um, a party. The metaphor I always use is like a party. The problem is that Parties are synchronous and forums are asynchronous. And by that, I mean if you're going to have a party, you tell everybody, show up Saturday night at 9 o'clock. Saturday night at 9 o'clock will be the party. So please show up. And what happens? Well, between 9 and 10, everybody shows up. And then you have a party. <laughs> That's a great thing. And if you are looking for a party in your forum, you kind of need to do the same thing. You need to make it a synchronous experience because otherwise, if you just have one person post a day over a month, you might have 30 people in there, but if they spread over 30 days, it doesn't feel like a party at all. So I'll get in more in this a little in a minute, uh, but just to want to say goodbye to our podcast listeners. We're about to end the audio portion of the show, so come on over to YouTube and catch the rest of it, or join mastermindsforum.net. We'd be happy to have you and help coach you to success as a quick millionaire lifestyle entrepreneur as well. So now, back to the rest of our answer for Jeremy. So the idea with the forum is to get everybody there at the same time. And ideally, when they show up, there's some people there already. So just like when you go to a party, you don't want to be the first one there, right? If the party's at 9 o'clock, you don't show up at 8.15 unless it's friends or family, right? You show up at, you know, fashionably late, as they say, because you want to be there when there's that critical mass. So with a forum, unfortunately, you've already launched. So I don't think that's the best strategy. And in fact, you might want to even reconsider your launch um, and call it a private beta or something like that. And instead, think about how you're going to roll this out and recruit people. The, here, I guess this is the nub of it. Building a forum online is not the hard part of building a forum online. The hard part of building a successful forum online is recruiting members who stay active. The, configuring the website is actually relatively easy. Building a community that stays active, like the one we have at Click Millionaires, uh, it takes years, right? We've been, I've been running that since uh, 2009, right? So six years of regular, um, constant interaction. I moderate the forum myself. I'm there almost every day. And um, that's what keeps it going, right? So if you want to have that kind of forum and community, then you need to think about a rollout program whether it's a launch or a relaunch, whatever you want to call it, uh, here's what I would do. I would identify 10 to 15 or 20 influencers in your industry, um, especially if they're friends of yours, and I would recruit in circles, like an onion. You're, you're at the beginning, right? Invite your closest group to come in, and once they post a few things, invite the next group, maybe 10 or 20 more people. Then invite the next group, which should be 50 people. Then invite another group, which is 100 or 200, and, or, and then wider and wider as it will pick up steam so that when new people come who don't know you, they see the party's already in full swing. Imagine this is somebody you don't know, and they show up at the party that you had. They didn't show up at 859 or even 
6 or 9.20, they show up at 10.30, and the party is rocking. That's what you want to demonstrate to people. And that's when you go wide by publicizing it or even buying ads or doing podcast interviews through radioguestlist.com or, or whatever you're going to do, writing guest posts, whatever kind of marketing, blowing it out on Facebook and Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. All right? So think about that. Concentric circles of closer, closest friends, less close, less close, but people who are influential, who are the cool kids that you can invite to your party so that when the people you don't know show up, they go, oh, this is a party. I want to hang out here. And here's the key. Not only do they want to hang out, they want to keep participating and they tell their friends, hey, I found this awesome forum that talks about this thing that we're both into. You should come over here and check it out. That's the holy grail of any kind of marketing, really, right? But especially for a forum, you need new blood constantly, and you need to provide a party environment, and you're going to need to be the host and get involved. So I hope that's helpful to you. Again, we'll talk about it more on the forum. This is covered a lot in the Masterminds Forum. Uh, if you dig into the forum, there's a whole section titled Online Communities and Membership Sites, and I've discussed this a number of times in the past. And You can get more details and real-life case studies from our other members from over the years, including my own, right, Cook Millionaires. Uh, the Masterminds Forum has been running for over six years, and uh, in this fast-moving Internet space, there's not too many people that can say that, and um, it's a great place to be and to, uh, to learn, and um, there's a free trial. Actually, there's a 30-day a trial. If you're listening carefully, this is the URL, mastermindsforumtrial.com. Or maybe it's just mastermindstrial.com. We'll try one of those, and you can get in for 30 days. Okay? So, Jeremy, I hope that's helpful to you, and it's great having you as a member. And uh, we're about at the end of our show here, so I'm going to talk about a motivational quote here. But I just want to, um, before I sign off, I want to just add one more thing, which is, there are a lot of people online who are trying to take your money. They're called consultants <laughs> or gurus, and what they are is thinly disguised salesmen. And you need to be careful and save your money, which is why all my stuff is so cheap and why I do this for free and donate the profits from my books to charity because I think you have an opportunity to do something. You can take control and step up your game. If you want different results, if you're not happy where you are, then you have to do something different. So what are you going to do that's different? What can you do online? I think online is the, it's all I talk about because it's just such a massive leverage point. You can use the lever of the Internet to reach a massive audience so inexpensively. And if you're clever about it and work really hard, you can make a bunch of money and you can live a lifestyle that serves your own needs instead of the needs of your boss. <laughs> so you don't have to show up at a certain time wearing a certain something, eat lunch with the same people every day and do stuff that you don't care about in order for your boss to get richer. That's a crappy way to live. I don't live that way and I haven't for a long time and I hope that you don't either. That's why we have these uh, resources for you. And if you'd like more of that, mastermindsforum.net is the place. Okay, so our final quote is along these same lines and it's from the famous poet and writer, uh, American treasure, Maya Angelou. Maya says, and she has this creaky old voice that I can't do, so I'll just read it <laughs> like me. My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive, and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. That's Maya Angelou. My mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive, and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. 
And that's what I wish for you as well, Click Millionaire. Whether you're a Click Millionaire today or sometime in the future, it's not about being a millionaire. It's using the clicks, the Internet, to live the lifestyle that you want to be able to live. And I think Maya Angelou summed it up there nicely, not just surviving, but thriving. And doing it with, based on your passions and with some compassion for others and some humor, that's a great prescription, and I wish the best for you as well. So that's our session for today. I'm Scott Fox from Click Millionaire's Masterminds Forum. Come take a free trial at mastermindsforum.net. I'd be happy to have you and help you towards your goals and your life, whether it's an Internet business or something else. I'm happy to help if I can, as are all the other members of our community. And if you're listening to this, uh, please give us a thumbs up or five stars or write a review or whatever you can do to help the cause, because I'm here to help you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hope to see you soon at masterminds.net. Thanks for tuning in.